New York Artist Collective. Hello and welcome to the New York Artist Collective podcast. This next one's about. This is the podcast where we interview a New York artist to discuss the creative songwriting process behind one of their songs. I'm your host, Stephanie Mann, singer-songwriter and one of the New York Artist Collective producers. And today's guest is singer-songwriter, folk indie pop singer, Gabrielle Marlena, here to talk about her new song, Anxiety Dreams. Gabrielle Marlena. Hello, welcome to the podcast this next one's about. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for agreeing to be part of the NYAC uh, slash or Times by whatever, however you like to do that, um, Women Crush Music Show. Yes, I usually just like to put an X. Right, it's very hard to do that as a, you know, on, on a podcast and do the Yeah, you can't cross your arms, arms no one thing. can see you. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'm really looking forward to the show. We've got some, we've got like three badass women on stage together, so it's, it's going to be interesting and you're all kind of different styles. So I'm excited to hear their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be good, it will be good. Mm-hmm. So how do you describe your own style? It's a little bit hard to describe your own style because you're not hearing it as anyone else is hearing it. Indie folk pop is how I would how I would describe it. Um, I definitely wanted to be a folk singer when I first moved to Newark through and through, and I still am a folk singer because folk music has a pretty broad definition, but I've recently realized about myself that I think I'm a little bit more of a pop singer-songwriter than I ever thought I was, and Mm -hmm. I've accepted that recently, and I love it. So definitely singer-songwriter pop with with a folk rock influence maybe that's that's a good one <laughs> folk rock twist that's cool. yeah i was listening to your stuff some of it was early ingrid michelson for me in the kind of the oh i love that yeah i think just the the rhythm of it maybe definitely brings me back to my acapella days when we sang an ingrid michelson song in high school so. <laughs> <laughs> there were better one? times it was the way i am oh i love that one yeah that's a good song that's a good song yeah i love that record actually she's mm. really good Oh, me too. So, but we're here to talk about your latest single that's just dropped, Anxiety Dreams. Yes. So tell me about that song. How did you come to write it? What's it about? Oh my goodness. That's a loaded question. Well, it's about having, well, it's not really about having anxiety dreams. That's the title of the song, but it's a a much broader topic about kind of all of the anxieties of being a 24-year-old woman. I guess I'm 25, but I wrote it when I was 24. (laughs) It's a lot about taking a step outside of yourself and looking in at your life and being like, like it's a very emotional time, I think for anyone when you're a 24 year old living in a big city and taking a look outside of yourself from the outside and thinking about how your younger self would see you. And sometimes I do that and kind of give myself a pat on the back because I'm like, (laughs) okay, you feel really sad a lot of the times and you feel really anxious and stressed out, but you've done a lot and at the end of the day one of the lines is if a tree falls and no one can hear it it still makes a sound and I think it's really important to recognize that whatever you're doing has its own validation just because you're doing it and you don't need other people's validation and I say when you leave the house it doesn't matter if anyone's seen you you've still left the house and I think that's a really important concept to hang on to as a young person in this city. It took me a good few more years than from when I was 24 <laughs> to get that. So good job. Pat, pat yourself. Well, I, I like get it in an intellectual way, but it takes a little bit longer to actually like feel it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> Um, and I, when I was listening to the song, there's a kind of, it's almost like a heartbeat or some sort of like gun slash bomb. Yeah, we talked about um, the heartbeat sound when we were making it and that was like kind of the 
main drum element and um I don't know it's a really soft song it's really delicate mm-hmm. but it's also really powerful my producer who I'll, I'll give a shout out to Katie Buchanan she came up with that and I was like that's perfect that that fits the fits the vibe perfectly <laughs> so it, it kind of just it, it sort of rumbles along very yeah nicely. it doesn't have to you know sort of like a huge chorus or mm-hmm. anything it just kind of draws you along slowly mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very nice mm-hmm. All right, well, let's take a listen to the song. This is uh, Gabrielle Marlena and Anxiety Dreams.
so Gabrielle, that was Anxiety Dreams from your latest EP or your, is this your debut EP actually? It is not. So when I first moved to New York, I, I released a, a full album actually that was like kind of a concept album. It was about a one, this one relationship and it was like chronological front to back. And um, that was already um, maybe three years ago now. And then I released an EP last year that um, was a four-song EP, and now this one is a six-song EP, and I'm definitely the most proud of this project. I've come a long way. So is this this is not a concept thing? This is just... It's kind of like the songs that I wrote when I was 24. (laughs) Reflecting on the year. Well, it's not really what it's about. It's not supposed to be like anything about age. It just comes up quite a bit because I think that in this past year I've been reflecting on my age a lot because I've been hanging out with a lot of people that are different than my age and it's been coming up as a conversation topic a lot. As in they're older? Yeah, I have some friends that are older than me and I I seem to be surrounding myself with, at a certain point, with um, men who were 40 and trying to tell me how to be a 24-year-old woman. And it was a really angering time for me. I can imagine. How did you handle that? I <laughs> um, did in a lot of arguments. I don't know. I was. I had a couple of low points this year, and there was some, there are sometimes when you just want to be pissed off, and when you want to be sad, and when there are these men that are older and probably a little bit like depressed and upset, and they're telling you that you need to stop sulking and you need to smile because you're you're a 24 year old woman and your life is great and you have nothing to worry about it gets really frustrating so, so. and that came up within <laughs> music with it no it's just that was that was the world that I was living in this year it felt like okay. and that's why I was writing a lot because I was trying to kind of get out these emotions of being angry about people trying to tell me how to feel as a as like a 24 year old woman with no problems <laughs> being so young in, in music do you find that people don't, don't take you seriously or they, they take you seriously or is it different because you're a woman yeah no I don't know I don't feel young <laughs> I know that I'm young but no I don't feel I don't feel like I think I would feel as if I were younger in the music world if I were like 18 in the music world and I was trying to get signed to these big labels and there were I don't know I feel like people at least in the, the circles that I'm in, have a lot of respect for independent musicians, especially these days. And I don't, I've never been like in that world of like big producers and big labels and mm-hmm. men in power. And I imagine that it would suck, but I've found good circles and music and it's been, yeah, it hasn't been that hard to be young. And, and you mentioned your producer is Katie Buchanan, so a woman. Yes. Um, which is probably why I haven't um, experienced a lot of frustration with those types of characters in the music world because I've been lucky enough to find someone who is a little bit older than me, but also a young woman in music. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things about my music is that there are no men involved. (laughs) Just in the inspirations for the songs. When we record... I write the songs, I go into the studio, and we break down the the songs and the record, and together we play all the instruments on the songs, and we don't hire studio musicians, and Katie has a studio in her apartment, and it's like 
very relaxed and the kind of way that I would want to make a record instead of it's still stressful sometimes but that's making a record <laughs> yeah I, I find the most stressful part is the release of it yeah you know? well it's like there's you feel like powerless Yes. It's like you put this thing out into the world and then you can like press as many buttons as you want and like text as many people as you want. But at the end of the day, there's nothing really you can do. Such is the life of an independent artist though. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. But recently you had a very exciting um, session at Pace Studios. Mm-hmm. That was a nice surprise. <laughs> I learned the day of that I was doing that session. And paste is a, it's a very sort of coveted session to do. Yes. So it's pretty awesome. It's definitely something that I was hoping for, had my fingers crossed for. So when they emailed me that morning and asked me if I would be able to be there by 2.30, I immediately rearranged all of my other plans. But yeah, it was fun walking into that room that has bookshelves on all of the walls that I had seen so often on Facebook videos and YouTube. And it's funny when you actually walk into a place and you're like, oh, this isn't intimidating at all, but you expect it to be. It was just a tiny room with bookshelves. (laughs) And you played solo? Yes, mm-hmm. I did. I played and brought along my electric and my acoustic guitar and I played solo. I did four songs. Yeah, it was a cool experience. It was definitely a cool experience. Have you done live streams before? I don't think so. I don't think I've done live streams. That was that was another added stress, definitely. And it turned out so the day we went to do the session, I mean Paste's main platform is Facebook. So the day that we went to do the session, the one day of the year. Facebook was down. I was like performing and everyone was kind of like jostling around the room and like I was really confused what everyone was talking about and trying to sign language to each other and at the end they told me that because Facebook was down they couldn't live stream it on Facebook and we were still live on YouTube so we had a few viewers but because it wasn't live streamed on Facebook we definitely had fewer viewers so it was kind of a bummer in the moment but now the session is live on Facebook as of today so you guys can catch the video is that on your Facebook or Pace's Facebook it's on Pace's Pace Music and Day Trotter their Facebook page but I shared it as a post on my Facebook page so you could probably find it through mine as well and what is your Facebook Gabrielle Marlena so you can probably find my name in the, oh, the title okay. of this awesome. podcast cool yeah <laughs> I just like throw music at the end of my name so that it, so people don't no yeah I know it's weird the good thing is that my I go by Gabrielle Marlena, which isn't actually my last name. So if you want to find my personal page, you have to look a little bit harder. (laughs) (laughs) Don't invite the stalkers. It's never (laughs) So how long have you been in New York for? I came in here at 2016. And so what year is it? It's 2019. Mm -hmm. I've been here for three years. Um, I came here right after I graduated college up in Montreal. So I'm from the tri-state area but I went up to school in in Canada which I loved and they had an awesome they have an awesome arts and music scene in Montreal awesome scene it was weird because when I was in college I was like sometimes in this like basement open mic called the yellow door coffee house that there were like banjos and whatnot and like 10 people sitting in this basement singing each other folk songs and then half of the time dancing to French EDM music. And it was like a very versatile music experience in that city. Mm-hmm. And when did you start writing and performing? When I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> 
I well, I probably wasn't performing my own music, but I was definitely writing my own music. But I definitely I I started performing with my guitar and singing as soon as 12 years old. As soon as I picked up a guitar, I was singing in talent shows. But then when I went to college, I started doing it much more and then it wasn't until after I graduated college that I really tried to make it something substantial. Was coming to New York the ideal place for you to to do that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel very at home in New York. My, I mean, my mom's from Long Island. My grandmother was born in Brooklyn. So it feels, I was always used to the city and I grew up with a lot of friends who were from Manhattan um, at summer camp. And I had come in here a lot um, when I was growing up. So it was a very familiar place to me and it was just kind of the logical next step. Growing up in Connecticut, I always wanted to live in New York, so it was finally my opportunity to move down here, and now I feel like I'm going to be here forever, which is fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's a hard thing to leave, I guess, right? Yeah, you think about going all these places, and then it's just like, why? What does this place have that New York doesn't have? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And what what do you think about the music scene in New York? How has that been treating you? No, it's hard because there's so many... I mean, it's like a blessing and a curse because there's so many opportunities for music. There's music at every corner. And the curse of it is that, like, you have to try really, really hard to get anyone to care, which, yeah, I don't know. When I when I first moved to New York, New York I spent, like, a year just going to open mics. That's how I, like, met my a lot of my network. And I was eventually introduced to my producer. But I'm so glad I stopped doing that. I'm so, so glad. It was just, like, exhausting. It's soul-destroying. It's soul-destroying and exhausting, and I feel like I'm finally in a place where I'm not trying to, like, run around the city and compete with everyone, and I quite like that place where I'm just focusing on writing and recording and, like, making a good product, Mm -hmm. and whoever wants to listen to it can listen to it, but that life of running around the city with a guitar on your back trying to, quote-unquote, make it, I lost interest in that pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. when I first moved to New York. And I went on tour for a little bit, almost two years ago now, I guess. I have no concept of time. After my last project, no, after my first album, actually, before my second EP, I went on tour across the country by myself. I got in a car and took my guitar and drove all the way to Seattle, down California, and back by myself. From here? <laughs> yeah. Lord. And it was a crazy, crazy trip. I did it really, really fast. And I kind of got that out of my system, I think. And I came back and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to focus on just making a really quality product now and enjoying and living the rest of my life and not putting so much pressure on myself as an artist to, to make it. Yeah, I don't, whatever that means anymore. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> the funniest thing is when you have these relatives that are like, someone's going to walk in and discover you. And you're like, who's that person that's going to be doing the discovering? Because I'm really curious. Like, that's such an outdated term, I think. Yeah. It's, it's an, so it's bizarre. It's an idea of what the industry is. Yeah. It's so crazy. And to have to explain this to, like, your 95-year-old grandmother, no one is going to walk into a room when 10 people are listening and just, like, discover you. You're more likely to be discovered, quote-unquote, on Spotify. Like, yeah. That's now how we think about it. Yeah. Or we have to think about it. Like, And even before anyone's even going to, like, discover you, you have to create your own organic fan, fan base. Yeah. Like, no one is going to give you a fan base. It just doesn't. It's not something that happens anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's a very... It's, it's, it's really hard. And it, there's so much self-belief 
that you have to have before you even start. You've got to convince people to come to your shows, to keep coming to your shows. Mm-hmm. You've got to present this huge amount of confidence on stage mm-hmm. um, and off stage. Like in mm-hmm. social media, it's just got to be never ending. Yeah, I reached a turning point in social media this year, I think. I'm, I'm very active on social media. But it used to be something that I enjoyed to do and I wanted to do every day. Now it's just such a chore. But I mean, I still, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I like it. But it's it's such a, it's something I have to do. And then it gets less fun. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, you yeah. reached a frustration point with all of it. And I totally mm-hmm. hear you. And I just try and have a bit more fun with it. Mm-hmm. But it, there sure. is still a kind of, you do feel a bit of pressure to post content regularly well it makes me crazy also when people are like oh you need like a social media advisor you need someone to like look at your grid and tell you how to do this i mean it's all valid points but at the same time it's like social media is supposed to be a representation of who i am you know what i mean like i'm going to kind of do what i want on social media and if people <laughs> there you have to find the balance of like branding and being yourself yes so it's it's tricky. <laughs> and if a social media manager were to take over my page, they'd probably have a lot of edits. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but um, mm-hmm. you seem like you're doing a damn good job at it. So Thanks. You, you carry on, my dear. Well, anyway, so uh, July 27th, you are performing an NYAC round. Yes. Multiplied by Women Crush. I went mm-hmm. with multiplied versus times or whatever in partnership yeah absolutely (laughs) Um, i need to get better at that Uh, (laughs) uh, alongside april rose and madeline mcmillan Uh um for this very special uh women in music show i'm very much looking forward to it so it's rockwood three downstairs and Mm. if people want to support you follow all of your stuff find your pace session find your new music video Mm. where should they go well, the best place, honestly, probably would be Instagram because that is the place that I'm most active. Um, and my Instagram handle is just Gabby Marlena. So it's actually G-A-B-I Marlena. You could also go to my website, GabrielleMarlena.com, but I don't update that quite as often. Okay. <laughs> we'll put the Instagram in the, the, the episode details of, of the podcast. Cool, cool. But get, uh, get, may I call you Gabby? Yes. Excellent. So you can have them call me Gabby, as long as it's with an I. Gabby, with an eye, it's been such yeah. a pleasure to chat to you. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure to chat to you as well. I'm really excited to see you perform um, at the show. Anyway, you see Times uh, Women Crush. In partnership with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Women Crush Music, hashtag NYC, hashtag I hate hashtags. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. The wonderful and talented Gabrielle Marlena. If you want to follow her, she is on Instagram at Gabby Marlena. And if you want to come down to the show, Gabrielle is playing alongside April Rose and Madeline McMillan at Rockwood Music Hall, stage three, July 27th at six o'clock. And tickets for that show are in the details of this podcast. I'm Stephanie Manns. Thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, why not? Go ahead and give us a like, uh, give us a rate if you want, um, and, and tell your friends. I'm Stephanie Manns. Thanks for listening. New York Artists Collective.